0: How dare you? You have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words, and yet I'm one of the lucky ones. That is the voice of 16-year-old Swedish teen Greta Thunberg, who stunned people at the UN and caused great controversy across the globe. Some people saying that, you know, uh, she's being used. As a pawn, other people say she is admirable. She's a hero. She is definitely inspiring a lot of people to take a notice of what's going on on the planet. And today, it is, uh, we're having what is called a climate strike in the city of Toronto. Here to talk about it, Cricket Cheng, who is one of the organizers of Global Strike for Climate Justice, which is going on today in the city's core at 11 o'clock. Welcome to the show, Cricket. Hi, good
1: morning. How are you?
0: I'm fantastic. So what exactly is a climate strike?
1: So today we are joining with millions of youth around the world who are walking out of their schools, as well as their adult allies who are walking out of work, um, calling for climate justice and calling for an end to the era of endless extraction.
0: This was inspired by Swedish teen Greta Thunberg with her uh, hashtag Fridays for Future movement. She decided to not go to school every Friday, correct? That's right. And so it's not just young people that are taking part in this. There are adults, as you say, that are going to be um, part of this movement. I understand there are businesses closing. What do you know about that?
1: Yeah. Um, so uh, in Toronto, the Toronto District School Board um, has announced that students will be allowed to walk out of school student uh, uh, colleges, um, provosts and chancellors have called for leniency leading- Uh, for students who are participating uh, in the strikes. As well, we know that several businesses like uh, MEC and Lush um, are closing their doors for the day to allow their employees to join uh, the the global strikes today that are taking place.
0: Okay, so you're 21. Greta is only 16. What did it mean for you seeing Greta at the U.N. the other day?
1: Uh, I think it was a really powerful reminder for those of us who have been doing this work um, for a while. Um, Those of us who have been calling for an end to the era of fossil fuels and calling for a just transition towards a 100 percent renewable uh, zero carbon economy this is a really powerful reminder of the collective power that young people have when we organize um never before have we seen greater powers we're showing up in the streets we are about to head into the federal election where people under the age of 35 we will now comprise the largest voting bloc in this country and therefore we have the power to swing the outcome of this election and it's a really Um, important reminder for those who are in power, for politicians, um, that they are playing with our futures and that we um, are asking them to step up or to step aside because we cannot accept um, um, uh, 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 solutions, so-called climate solutions, like purchasing pipelines, which directly affect and jeopardize our future.
0: So is climate change your number one, do you think, as far as that voting block goes? That's the number one issue to uh, younger voters right now? Well, climate
1: change is interconnected with many things. For us young people, we are facing skyrocketing rents. Most of us can't afford to live in the city. Um, but we are also being saddled with immense amounts of student debt. And now we know that we're facing climate breakdown. And so on all fronts, Um, There is a lot of uncertainty and instability and precarity. And so climate change is among the top issues, but we recognize that all of these issues are interconnected. When we talk about transitioning away from a fossil fuel economy towards a 100% renewable economy, this has to be a transition that leaves no worker and no community behind. We're calling for things like um, adequate funding, uh, for our schools so that we can retrain workers who are in the oil and gas industry so that they can have good decent well-paying unionized jobs in this new um zero carbon economy we're calling for things like increased investments in healthcare and education these sectors are low carbon right um they are not extractive industries but they primarily center on caring for one another um, and this is the future of the economy and so um, it's not simply that we're so it's not just about transitioning our energy systems Um, to 100% renewable. It's also about reorganizing our society so that we can all live good and decent lives.
0: The U.N. report uh, just came out, and basically uh, you talk about a breakdown right now with climate change. They say we have 10 years to turn this around. Mm -hmm. Is this march about hope?
1: This this march is absolutely about hope. It's about having the Political courage to mobilize our country in a way that we haven 't seen since the Second World War. It is completely possible. we have all the solutions we have solar, we have we have wind, and we are able to move our energy and our energy system and our economy away uh, to break free from the grip of oil, coal, and gas um, and we have a decade to do that um, and What we're calling for is this massive undertaking that will help stop climate change and create millions of good green jobs in the process. Um. that will leave no worker and no community behind. And so for me, this is a really exciting time to be organizing. Um, and we know that we're out here in the streets so that our political leaders do not let us down.
0: Speaking of political leaders, we've got Elizabeth May, you have Jagmeet Singh, you've got the prime minister marching along with you. Apparently, Andrew Shear is not going to be marching. Uh, you know, some people could look at it and say Andrew Shear might be the only uh, one that's being honest about the intentions. He doesn't want to uh, you know, align himself. You know, you're talking about Trudeau aligning himself with this march, but he's the guy that's all in for the pipeline.
1: Yeah, uh, I think as young people head to the polls, um, we can call out hypocrisy when we see it, and we've seen it a lot in the past four years. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, w- uh, a lot of us are critical about the so-called solutions that are being put out there, we know that for us it means an end to fossil fuels. It means ending the $3.3 billion in taxpayer subsidies that the federal government gives on an annual basis to the oil and gas industry. Imagine if we could put that $3.3 billion into our healthcare system, into our education system, um, into fighting for good, decent public services for all. Cricket, um, but- I
0: know that you you're on a timeline, and so am I. So I want to ask you very quickly: How many sure, people then. are you anticipating out at your uh, climate strike today in Toronto?
1: Today, we're anticipating around ten thousand, if not more, people, which would put it, um, which would make it the largest uh, climate rally and action in the city's history.
0: All right. Well, congratulations to you for putting that together, and I appreciate your time. All right. Thank you. All right. Cricket Chang, one of the organizers of the Global Strike for Climate Justice. There's no doubt about it. Wherever you sit on this, it's bound to cause a traffic nightmare in the city core.